off and running. Hour two here of Tiger Tailgating in front yes, of the sir. Athletic Administration building on the campus of LSU. Getting you set for the Tigers and Tide tonight at 7 p.m. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Another integral part of this game is going to be the play of the secondary in particular. Yep. Christian Fulton and his father, Keith mm-hmm. Fulton, joining us right now. Keith, how are you? Thanks for uh, the time, man. What's up, guy? I'm sure you're looking forward to this as a parent, as an LSU fan, but, man, it's Bama. It's LSU and Alabama. It's another game. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you, you don't have to talk like like your son. Come on. I got to keep it 100. Yeah. It's, it's another game. I mean, he's been preparing for this all his life. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. Yeah. What was that process like for you as a parent, what he went through and finally – was able to play. Why are you trying to make me cry, man? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me cry, man. Look, I, I, the funny thing about it is that I thought about this uh, a couple of weeks ago that I was literally in the room with Christian, me and him laying on the bed watching games. So, you know, mm-hmm. just analyzing the game. So, you know, you know it's, it's a different place now. Yeah, so we 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 enjoying it. How much have you talked to him this week about this about this matchup with Bama, and how's he how's he feeling? How's, what's he saying? Well, I, I didn't talk to him much. His brother talked to him, and Lil Keith said he's ready. So yeah, I, yeah, I think he's always ready, man. He's one of the the, the top defensive backs in the country. Period, and uh, and it's, his play speaks for itself. You know, everyone was uh, a, a little nervous before the season started, before he started playing, and they reinstated him. But the best thing that, that, that happened to him was the fact that you were there for him, um, and then he had so much support from LSU, and then the fact that he was always doing the right thing. And, that, that, you know, and, and, I, and personally, I thought the NCAA had something out against LSU, and they were taking it out on Christian. Now, with that being said, Christian has responded with impeccable play, and uh, he's placed himself in position of talk as one of the best in the country, and that's kudos to himself. But also kudos to you, Pete, as a father, man. I, I appreciate that. that, but you know that that doesn't, you know, I just tried to raise him right. You That's know all what you saying? do, baby. And, That's it. But you know, uh, I think that every time Christian go out to play, he's always prepared, mm-hmm. and his mental state of the game is just something different. And and I remember in high school, uh, I would walk into his room, and and he's in there, and he's watching. When he played against Stanley Morgan, who was one of the best yep. receivers to ever come out of New Orleans and some of the other guys, you know, from uh, Holy Cross and, you know, the Catholic League. You know, it's just different, you know. And But he was always preparing. And, and I don't think that he is not prepared any different from high school to college. That's my opinion and because I, mm-hmm. I know his, you know, his game. And I asked – my wife asked uh, – uh, uh, Keith, Lil Keith, uh, your brother ready? <laughs> he said he ready. Always. I bet he, I bet he is. Always. <laughs> Keith Fulton, the father of Christian Fulton, LSU defensive back. And we talked about one of the biggest differences with his LSU team this year is they believe in Coach O. Mm-hmm. Has, has Christian expressed that to you? Man, let me tell you something. I, I, I just got to be honest with y'all, and, and I'll put it across the airwaves. If if it wasn't for Coach O, mm-hmm. Christian wouldn't be here. Yep. Because I, the conversation that Christian and I had, and I told him when he was choosing, and I mean it, it came down to, you know, it was it was LSU and it was Florida, and like I told Christian, I said, let me tell you something, son. I say, you got to go to where they're gonna protect you, and I felt feel like 
that this university has protected him in, in, in a way that if he would have went somewhere else, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have. And I think they would have threw him under the bus. You know, I mean, you can mm -hmm. make a mistake. Sure. You know, and uh, I mean, I'm not perfect and has not been perfect. In so I just think that, and I told him this was the best place for him. Now, at the end of the day, when we were in that gym, I didn't know, you know, where he was going to choose. Mm -hmm. And I, honestly, because he, he didn't give me no indication. And But at the end of the day, I guess everything that we instilled in him, I guess it came out that, you know, he understood what we were talking about. And we have talked about that. And I say, do you regret that decision now? He said, no, Dad, no. I don't, said, I don't regret it. it, you know. Because I told him, I said, I just feel – if he would have made the mistake, even though let's not even put the NCAA in it, uh, if he would have made that mistake and even the NCAA making the decision that they made in the first ruling and the second ruling. But we knew, and the attorney that we hired, we knew that they had made the wrong decision because it's either one or the other. Either you tamper with the test or you try to cheat the test. It can't be both. It can't be both. You're right. can't be both. Mm -hmm. And nobody never seemed to understand that from the beginning. So, I mean, you know, like I say, I'm not trying to make no excuses for him and what he did. Sure. And But, you know, he's, at the end of the day. He's paid his time, man. And, and it wasn't time well deserved, but he's, he did what he had to do, and now he's put himself in a position where he's a key, key player on this team that I think is going to be really successful tonight against the number one ranked Alabama. Well, I – Look, let me tell you something. If you find a better defensive secondary in the country. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just point them out. <laughs> and I, listen, uh, hey, look. Hey, I don't see no weak links on that on that defensive secondary. I agree. And if we come out to play as far as the front seven, guess what? All right, look, I have confidence that they will win that game. Mm -hmm. Keith Fulton, the father of Christian Fulton, LSU, yes, LSU defensive back. And Keith, as a father, being a Tiger fan, you know, um, What's it like sitting in Tiger Stadium watching your son play in front of 90, 95,000 people? <laughs> hey, man, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. It's, look, look, this is what any kid that's coming up should dream about, playing in this stadium. And, you know, look, man, I mean, I went to Southern University, so – I didn't, you know, I, I didn't come to LSU games, so I was at Southern games. So, but just when we started coming out here, on but it's school, a state school, and yeah, you know, and it's absolutely. Death Valley. It, it's, hey man, it's nothing like it. I mean, <laughs> it's wild and crazy. It's, it's wild and crazy. <laughs> the smile right. on your face kind of says it all. <laughs> wild and crazy, mm -hmm. you know. Hey, look, I, hey, absolutely, look. As I said, I went to Southern. It's wild over there, too, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Fulton, <laughs> Christian Fulton's father, LSU defensive back. And, uh, Keith, give me a prediction, man. You're pretty confident. I think by 10. Whoa. The Tigers. Go There's Tigers, another baby. Another one by 10. Yes, sir. I'm with that. All, right. All day I, long. I, I believe that. I mean, you know, I just think, Yeah. listen, if, if anyone that knows anything about football and you can't see – the competition level, it, the, the level is raised to a whole different bar now. So I believe that LSU will rise to the occasion. And the thing that I believe is that Burrow will have one of his better games. Mm -hmm. 
I was at the game in Auburn, and he, he played lights out. So, hey, Tigers by 10. There you go, right. baby. Appreciate it. All right, Keith. Thank, thank you all, so man. Yes, sir. First step away and come back here thank on Tiger Tailgate. That was Keith Fulton, the father of, of Christian Fulton, LSU defensive back here on WWLAMFM.com. It's rocking here on the campus of LSU. Oh, oh. Anticipation, number three versus number one tonight in Tiger Stadium. Herb yes, Tyler, Christian Garrick, Jimmy Smith, TigerDetails.com, doing a little tailgating with us. Brought some uh, red beans over for us. Yeah, Jimmy making it happen today, man. Yes, he is. Jimmy, um, first off, <laughs> Keith Fulton, he's a trip, man. Uh, love Keith. Love Keith. All the way from his uh, his son's high school days, covering from covering him for uh, NOLA.com. Constantly blow up your phone about any and everything that he thought mm-hmm. wasn't glowing enough about his son, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very passionate dad and, and – uh, you know, I love parents like that. But that's why you're in the business, right? That's yeah. why you're in the business. Right? I mean, I see too many kids that don't have parents yep. like that. Yep. You know, so you really appreciate guys like that. Yep. So you guys, you and Herb were talking about uh, how do you how do you handle Tua Tonga Vailoa today, and you see, you guys feel like you should you should blitz him pretty good, and I I'm not quite so sure, but I'll have Herb start as to why you so, should blitz him. So in, in my in my opinion, right, we've seen what he can do when he's just sitting back. And he has 20 minutes to throw the ball. He's going to carve you apart. And what you don't want to do is allow him to be comfortable or allow him to play his game. You want to see if he can play your game, which is, is somewhat, you know, of a, of a, I say, blitz from all over the place, plus drop people, meaning defensive linemen, people who can actually drop back and be in coverage and, you know, in, in the, not in the flats, but, but kind of in the middle, middle of the field crossing stuff five yards or, or, or closer, stuff like that. And, and don't allow him to get comfortable because I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to kill you if he gets comfortable. He's one of the best anticipators of the passing game that I've seen in college football in a long, long time. He doesn't wait for anything. He knows his, where his guys are going to be, and he puts the ball where they're supposed to be. And if they're there, great, they catch a touchdown or whatever. If they're not there, then they're not there. It's incomplete or whatever. But, you know, he's not sitting there waiting for his guys to be five yards wide open and then throw the ball. If, if he was doing that, then I'd say, yeah, go ahead and, 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 and drop eight, drop seven, six, whatever, and then hope that your front seven can go up or, or your front four guys can go and create havoc or eventually get to him at some point in time. But the one thing we haven't seen him do was handle any kind of adversity or pressure. Jimmy, we don't I'm see at, that. We haven't seen that. Jimmy, I'm looking at your staff here, Sam and Jarrett. They're working, man. They're, they're, they're always Did on their phones. Did you see phones. that? The thumbs always. were doing the same trying thing. To get that, trying to get those details for TigerDetails.com. That's exactly what they're doing right now. That's it. Yeah. If they're Prob- not, well, Jimmy's probably not tweeting. <laughs> Jimmy, you agree with, with, with Herb there? You got to come after Tua? I do. And uh, being that, you know, he, he doesn't seem as mobile mm-hmm. as he once was with that knee. Mm-hmm. You know, he sprained his knee, re-aggravated the injury. That's why I, want, that's why I would agree that early you do let's see how well you can move around yeah well see what what would worry me a guy like Tua uh if he was healthy and you blitz Mm -hmm. and you don't get there or he can escape and Mm -hmm. get outside of the pocket now you're really in trouble right you know and and uh yeah I I think you blitz early I think you blitz early see if you can find some uh, effectiveness get him uncomfortable I think Aranda's probably going to come up with some zone blitz schemes this week. Yep. Um, you know, so you'll probably see some guys around the line of scrimmage dropping back after the snap, giving different looks, things yep. like that, just to get him slow things down a little bit. Uh, he processes extremely well. And you could tell, as you were stating, he anticipates the throws. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and the only way you can anticipate those throws is if you process really quickly as a quarterback. And if you're throwing different things at him and slowing him down and having him 
forcing him to think a little more than normal. Yep. Uh, you're making him uncomfortable, and you're making him do something he hasn't done he hasn't before. Done. We haven't seen him do that before, and that's Ever. what I want to see if he can do that. Like, even in the championship game when he first came in in that, in that first half, you know, it was just like he was just sitting back there and he, and he can make decisions. Now, he made one bad decision while sitting back there and threw that intercept. But then every other pass, every other decision was perfect and on point. So I just feel like if we allow him the opportunity, that's like just not blitzing Drew Brees mm -hmm. and just letting him hit the dinks and dunks until he hits one over the top of you or whatever. But they're not, Alabama don't do that. They're going to go deep because they think you can't cover Judy, you know. Well, th that's the other part. It's it's not just Tua. Right. These receivers, they have three, four future NFL receivers. Yep. And I don't care how good your DB DBs are. If they've got four or five seconds to run around and get open, yeah, they're going to get open. They're not going to cover them. <laughs> right. And, yes. and LSU just does not have the type of athletes and its down linemen that can really get penetration mm -hmm. and, and, and be disruptive. So I think you're going to have to bring the blitz, especially without chase on guys like that. Yeah, you're going exactly. to have to bring the blitz and, uh, and design it and, and bring it from different areas and, and really catch them off guard. I think you're going to see Grant Delpit really involved in the mm -hmm. blitz game early. Yep. Answering around the line of scrimmage, not knowing where he's going to be after the snap. Is he coming? Is he dropping? Those type of things. Just to kind of get to a little uncomfortable mm -hmm. and have him have to think a little bit longer before he unleashes these darts downfield. If there's a game, if there's a game that I think you could point to and say, this is the, this is where you're going to miss Calavon Chasson the most, it would mm -hmm. be this game. That's where it's going to yeah. be highlighted the most. Because if you had Calavon Chasson against the Alabama Crimson Tide, then you have that guy that can single-handedly get after the quarterback without dialing up some of these exotic blitzes. Yeah, and I think, you know, and, and football's a game of matchups. Mm -hmm. And Alabama's a pretty good offensive line. Jonah Williams has struggled with some speed defenders in, in some of the matchups this year. And mm -hmm. these weren't great defenses. Uh, if Chase was coming off that edge, you know, you, you wouldn't maybe feel the need to blitz as much. As much you would correct. sit back and say, let's see if we can get there with our four. Let's see if mm -hmm. Chase on could be disruptive on his own. Right. Um, without him, you definitely have to change your scheme a bit. And that's where I think the zone, it's really going to be a lot of zone blitzing this, this, this week, I, I think. I agree. Just to kind of disguise it a little better. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're in zone blitz and you've got guys dropping, some guys coming late, things like that, it's just a little harder to pick up for a quarterback. And I think that's what Aranda's going to unveil this week. And he's going to want to see if Tua can do that. Now, I'm going to tell you, on the flip side of that is the fact that Georgia, if you think about it a couple of weeks ago, they were running the ball really well mm -hmm. against us with Holyfield. And I don't think, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I think Nick Saban saw that. And, you know, I know he allows his coaches to coach, especially with them having Tua right now. But I'm going to tell you, if, if they can spread us out, kind of like what Georgia did, mm -hmm. and then kind of gash us up the middle, it's going to be interesting to see if they'll take that approach, especially early on, with, um, with Devin being out. So I'm going to, that's going to be interesting. So I'm, I want to see whether or not saving – or let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Do you think Alabama would try to take advantage of that situation – as, you know, it'd be a Patrick Queen or mm -hmm. someone like that in replace of Devin White early to run the ball and try to gash us in the middle. I, I think you definitely have to test it. I mean, mm -hmm. Devin is responsible. I was talking to your, your buddy Charles a little while, a while ago. He's responsible for alignment and gap integrity. Mm -hmm. Who, who's responsible for each gap? Mm -hmm. Hey, D-tackle, you need to slide over and shade a little bit here and get in this gap. And yep. all those little things happen. They, a lot of times that comes from the middle linebacker. Mm -hmm. And then he's also relaying things back to the safeties and coverage. I could see some blown gap assignments from that front seven, whether it's the lineman right at, uh, not proper at the at the snap mm -hmm. with the lineman in the wrong gap, a linebacker's not outside or inside enough to fill their gap. Um, I think you tested early to see if, if, if they're really going to be 
on top of their game and their gap integrity to really right. fit, fit these runs. You know, because uh, you could see a basic run pop for 15, 20 yards if a guy's just in the wrong gap, and boom, he gets picked up by a climbing offensive lineman, yep. and there you go. And There's a 20-yard gain. Yep. Speaking of offensive linemen, Garrett Brunfield coming back this mm-hmm. week for LSU, and the Tigers, they were beset big time earlier in the year by injuries along the offensive line, uh, but this is uh, they're finally whole again, if you will, along the offensive line, and what does Garrett Brunfield addition mean to that o-line yeah i think it's really for the locker room i mean for the for the huddle today mm-hmm. right he's mm-hmm. a veteran leader he's been around he's been in all these big games before yep. that's a young unit up front you know damian lewis at guard it's his first first year in a D- division one football program he's mm-hmm. a junior college guy mm-hmm. Jason hines has been filling in at left guard lloyd cushenberry is a, a new starter uh this year you've had austin deculus and adrian mcgee at right tackle these are all new guys so to have that that senior leadership in that huddle that can bring the guys yep. together and make sure the communication is good, it's going to be huge. Jimmy Smith, TigerDetails.com. If you're looking for us, Athletic Administration Building on the campus of LSU. Herbert Christian here, more of Tiger Tailgating. Larry Holder from The Athletic coming up next here on WWLAMFN.com. Give us your prediction. LSU wins tonight. The cover, Alabama wins. You tell us at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Patrick on line one. What's going on, Patrick? You're on WWL. Thanks, Christian. Hey, Herb, uh, had to take a minute there to put the paintbrush down. I'm about 12 feet up painting outside the uh, house, but I'm, I'm not going to miss calling in this game. I, just I had to you. tell you that. <laughs> but, all right, uh, all right uh, first off, Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. Now you know who you're talking to, Christian. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. since Herb's right there, hey, Herb Tiles was a good quarterback. So. Herb signing some autographs right now, man. Look, look, let me tell you, I, I hate to make Herb feel old, but I wish I remember watching him play. I was born in 1984, so when he got there, I was only 11. 11 years old, I really wasn't much into TV except for uh, whatever was on Looney Tunes on Sunday. So <laughs> hate to break that to him. But, uh, you know, uh, as a fan, as a fan, uh, I'm, I don't want to put myself or make any predictions or do anything like that, but let me tell you something. As a fan, I don't – Find my, I've never found myself more excited or more nervous for a football game in my life. I truly haven't, and, and, I, and I'm loving the feeling. But, boy, has it got me jittery. This paint's going all over this house. <laughs> Patrick, look, it's not just LSU and Alabama. It's also what we got tomorrow in less than 24 hours in Saints and Rams. So, I mean, this is from Baton Rouge to New Orleans. You may never see this again in your lifetime where no, you have, yeah, you have you, two of the top gonna, elite, elite teams okay, in college and two of the top elite teams in, in, in pro football. So you, you, this you, is a special weekend, gotta, regardless of what happens. Team against the number one team hosting at home and, and in Louisiana College. you got a number yeah. three team against the number one team NFL hosting at home in Louisiana. You'll never see that again in your life. I'm no, telling you. We, it's this, special. This, this is the mecca of, of Louisiana Pro, uh, pro and college football weekend, and I've never been happier, more excited, or more nervous in my life. I mean, either Patrick, it's it's going to be fun. Thank you, guys. Hope you All have right, a great man. day. All right, we'll step away and come back with Larry Holder of the Athletic next here on WWL. Herb Tyler's going to be live on Facebook here at about four thirty. He's going to go do the Tiger Walk. That'll be pretty special. We're going to carry that live on Facebook. Joining us now, Larry Holder of the Athletic covers LSU and the Saints. And Larry, uh, you and I are going to be quite busy today and tomorrow. Uh, between this great matchup between LSU and Alabama and, then, of course, the showdown tomorrow in the Superdome between Saints and Rams. You, you you rested, ready to go here? I would say I'm not rested because we've been working, and as you're probably here, I'm uh, floating around tailgate land. But uh, I think we're going to take Monday off, Christian. How about we do that? 
I, I've already got Monday off, so I'm with you <laughs> if you, if nice. you want to join me. Larry Holder of The Athletic. So, look, the, now the hype's over, Larry, right? So, yeah, I'm sure you've done studies upon studies at The Athletic. Here's this, here's that, here's where the matchups lie. What did those ultimately leave you thinking about this matchup with LSU and Alabama? Look, I think LSU has got to play a perfect game. Basically what we saw at Auburn and basically what we saw here uh, a couple weeks ago in Tiger Stadium against Georgia. Uh, they cannot afford mistakes. And I do feel like, you know, all the hype is two of two of this, two of that. And you see him, and, of course, he's great. But I don't think he's played in this sort of venue before. I don't think he's played against a defense like this before. And so I feel like... LSU secondary really needs to clamp down. And I'm pointing, we know Greedy Williams is going to be Greedy Williams, but we've seen Christian Fulton improve. So I feel, I feel like the Rummel product, he really needs to have a big game and Grant Delpit needs to continue improving like he's been in the past. And so I think it comes down to make Tua second-guess himself, make him third-guess himself, and, and you got to make him uncomfortable. Otherwise... I'm not sure uh, LSU's offense can hang with Alabama's offense if Tua is able to be himself. Larry, I got one of your former colleagues hanging out with us, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, TigerDetails.com. What's going on, Larry? How are What's you, What's up, brother? Jimmy? Good, buddy. Uh, How about you? All right. Uh, doing well. Just eating some red beans, drinking some Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. <laughs> Dr. Thunder. They were the only ones that had the six-ounce can. What's so. your favorite knockoff uh, soft drink, Larry? My favorite? Uh, I was always a big fan of Dr. Check, so I think I'm going against the grain. Like, what is that, the Winn-Dixie brand, the Dr. Check? So, yeah, it's uh, off brand. Jimmy, you and me, you know, we're kind of bashing heads here. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you, I've been a Dr. Thunder guy for about the last two hours, to be <laughs> honest with you. Before, I don't know if I've ever tried or sampled Dr. Thunder. <laughs> Larry Holder of The Athletic here on Tiger Tailgating along with Jimmy Smith, TigerDetails.com. Herb Tyler's floating around here signing some autographs, mingling with the fans. And, Larry, you, you mentioned about how Tua Tungavailoa hasn't faced uh, a defense quite like this. But I would argue also Al, uh, LSU hasn't faced a quarterback quite like this. Well, no. Uh, Tua's rare. That's the thing. I mean, I look at him and, of course, I'm thinking lefty. And I think of when I see him, I think of Steve Young and guy who can – be accurate with the football and move and so uh there's no doubt about that uh, but let's uh, be honest jared stidham i still think he's a very viable college quarterback they were able to shut him down and it's it, it's just a simple fact you got to be able to affect him if you can't affect him then you're in trouble because i don't know how potent lsu's offense is to be able to go against a you know a typically stout alabama defense so it's it's something where you're you're definitely facing the Heisman front runner and rightfully so. And I, I think just even like small goal, let's get him playing in the fourth quarter and let's see what happens because then he'd be in a tight game. Larry, what's the magic point number here? You know, I've been thinking all week how many points can LSU put up on on a defense like Alabama's, and at the same time, realistically, how many points can you hold Alabama to? What do you think that magic number would be for LSU here? How many they have to score? How many they have to hold Alabama to? Yeah, I think both ways. I would say, and it's, it's going to sound low, but I'm going to say 20. I think if LSU wow. can score 20 and if you could hold Alabama down to 20, I think LSU would love a field goal game. 
They'd love to have the pressure on Alabama's field goal kicker, and they would love to have the pressure on Cole Tracy because he's money. So I think if they could keep it to 20 on both sides, you don't want to get in the 30s uh, because I don't think LSU could do that, even though Arkansas put up 30-something points. But that was in a blowout win, so it doesn't really matter. So I think 20 both sides is the magic number. Larry, you're walking around campus right now. We're right in the middle of it on North Stadium Drive, and it was alive uh, a couple weeks ago against Georgia, but I, I, I get the feeling that the buzz is even is even stronger today with the tide coming in here. But you're walking around campus. Uh, just talk about the atmosphere that's on LSU right now. Yeah, I think the buzz is actually a little better in favor of LSU because there aren't as many Alabama fans. Because let's, let's be honest, Georgia – they came in a big drove because they don't come here that often. So I don't think you're going to have that problem in Tiger Stadium because Alabama comes here every other year. So it's, it's kind of just, even though it's not ho-hum, one versus three, but they've been here before. So I think LSU fans, they're kind of relishing what's going on with this team. No one thought they'd be at this point. And to me, you look at it, I think this is the most viable team that will be able to beat Alabama this season outside of if maybe, say, Georgia gets the SEC championship game. So uh, I think people are ramped up. They know the importance of this game. And I think even though fans may be a little optimistic, the ones I'm running into, but uh, I, I feel like that they know they can affect this game. And I think that's a big part. They can affect this game and make Alabama feel uncomfortable. And we talked to a to a to a makes to uh, feel uncomfortable. Larry, you sound really optimistic. You're usually, uh, you know, negative Larry, man. So you, you sound, you're, you're surprising me here, man. You're, you're going away from your initial NFL. I don't think LSU's going to win, but I think they can make it a game, so maybe it's that. I don't know. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I, look, I just think that it's hard to play perfect against LSU, uh, well, for LSU to play perfect against, against Alabama. And so if they can play perfect, they have a shot at winning. I mean, they can play perfect and lose. Like, everyone's going to be harping on Devin White, not playing in the first half. I'm not sold that if he plays the whole game, they could beat Alabama. So it's something that you look at the matchup and you look at the teams that Alabama played, though, and it's not like they played a bunch of world beaters. So I, I think there is room for optimism. But do I think Alabama is a better team? Yes. Yes, I do. So I'm guessing if I asked you for a prediction, what would it be? I'm going with Alabama. I'm going to keep it close. I'm going to say, well, close-ish. I'll say 27-17. I'm going to go Alabama, 27-17. Larry Holder covers the LSU Tigers and the New Orleans Saints for The Athletic. You'll be back at it tomorrow, pretty much all night. You're not going to sleep tonight. You'll just go right into the Dome tomorrow about 1 o'clock for a 325 kickoff between the Rams and the Saints. And, Larry, how can folks uh, check out your work and also explain about The Athletic? Absolutely, of course, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, we're, uh, I know we're a subscription site, and some people are wondering why you're, are you that, but with no ads, no pop-up videos, nothing like that. And, uh, look, it's quality over quantity, and we've got some amazing writing, not just in the New Orleans market, but all over the country. So go check it out, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. And, of course, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Larry Holder. Larry, we'll see you, man. Enjoy it. Uh, and then, look, I'll see you tomorrow in the Dome. Uh, if, yeah, if you don't see me today, I'll be there again. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> All right, Larry. All right, Larry. All right, Thanks, man. It's a grinder right there, Larry Holder.
at the Athletic covers uh, LSU and Saints. Man, Jimmy, we, I haven't had a chance to talk to you yet about this. I've talked to Herb and others and Bobby during the week, but man, from Baton Rouge, this corridor from Baton Rouge to New Orleans this weekend is is lit. I mean, with with today, LSU and Alabama tomorrow. Jared Goff come in there at unbeaten with the Rams and taking on the Red Hot Saints at six and one. This, this weekend is insane. Like I, I don't recall another weekend that had this. No, I think bar owners are ecstatic. <laughs> hotel, you know what I mean? hotel owners, and so on. I mean, uh, I was actually looking for a hotel, thinking that I would come in Friday night and sleep here just to avoid all the chaos in the morning. Yeah, right. Five fifty a night is, is some of the rates I was seeing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's nuts, and and it's not. This is the mecca of football right now. Period. You know, the whole nation has their eyes on southeast Louisiana and these two ball games this week. This is the biggest college football game of the year, period. This is the biggest NFL game of the year, period. Yeah. You know, and two of the biggest party towns in the country. So, I mean, it's a great atmosphere. Everybody's going to take it in. And, and I'm just curious to see if those Saints fans tomorrow, assuming that most of them are cheering today, are they going to be able to, you know, keep up throughout yeah, the whole game? This is New Orleans. Uh, come on. They, they, yeah. they, they're used to they're used to double dipping, man. They, they 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 they've mastered the art. Come on, we go through Mardi Gras. We don't even sleep sometimes from from uh, you know Lundy Gras to Mardi Gras. There's people not getting any sleep uh, for 48 hours. They'll handle that fine, especially with the sports. But think about this: you're gonna have you have a game tonight in Death Valley with national championship implications. A game tomorrow that has NFC championship hosting implications. I mean, I, I don't know that, I, that that I've seen anything like it that rivals it in in these parts. In my 14 years that I've worked at WWL and the 10 years I've been on the air, it's it's mind-blowing to think about. It. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know that. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Jimmy Smith, TigerDetails.com. I'm Christian Garrick here on WWL, AMFMN.com. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Tiger walk about 30 minutes away. Kickoff engine closer and closer at 7 o'clock. Hanging out with my man Jimmy Smith, TigerDetails.com, along with Herb Tyler. Give us your prediction. Does LSU cover the 14-and-a-half, or do they outright win and upset and shock the country, beating the number-one-ranked Crimson Tide? Jimmy, I could see where LSU's hanging with this team late, seven points, trying to drive, fumble, pick six, and, and Alabama almost gets the backdoor cover. Yeah, similar to what we saw with Florida, right? Them pressing a little bit late, and next thing you know, Florida ends up with an eight-point victory. I could see something like that happening today, and – and I don't really uh, put a lot of money down on books and games, but uh, I have a few buddies that do, and that was one of their concerns, you know. And seeing LSU keep it close, and then uh, late in the game, Alabama just putting up a cheap touchdown, and next thing you know, they covered, and there and there you lost uh, the light bill, you know. So. <laughs> I know last week in the NFL, Todd Gurley upset some betters and, and, yes. and some books by uh, having an opportunity to score and cover that nine points that the Rams were favored over the Green Bay Packers. And uh, he, he decided to not run it in. He didn't want to give Aaron Rodgers the football at all for any reason. Um, and honestly, it was the right thing to do. It was the smart play. It was a smart play. Uh, Rams and Saints tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon at 325. Reminding you, the Bud Light countdown to kickoff starts with me and the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, at 1 o'clock. Seth Dunlap and Steve Court will get things going with fans first take at 11 a.m. So we'll be outside the Mercedes-Benz Superdome between gates A and B. Come on out there and. Hang out with me, Bobby, and Mike Dettelier. In the meantime, if you're looking up for us on the campus of LSU, we're right in front of the Athletic Administration Building on North Stadium Drive. And I've seen a lot of purple. It's, it's, this is positive, Jimmy. I've seen a lot more purple than you're seeing crimson because 
When George was here a few weeks ago, saw a lot of red, a lot more than you wanted to see. It almost felt 50-50 with when Georgia was in town. I mean, today you can pick out the few Alabama fans. Uh, you know, it takes a little while to find them. Let's put it that way. When we were out here the other day, there was a ton of red when Georgia was out here. Yeah. A ton of red, and you saw it in the stadium. Um, but, yeah, LSU's in full force today. Don't see near as many Tide fans. You're seeing you, – you, you told me this earlier. Uh, so, two is – younger brother is visiting LSU they're hosting him today is that right yeah yeah he's actually on a on a visit today he's committed to Alabama so that's a pretty interesting uh, little thing so why and do this if you're LSU LSU really is hoping to be able to flip him I mean do you want to go sit behind your brother at Alabama or do you want to come here and be a potential starter you know and then I think that's Ben Orgeron's uh message and I know we went to see him at his high school game recently and and some some people caught him, uh, you know, chatting up two on the sideline. So, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. You don't really get that too much, you know. What are the chances they flip him? I mean, very slim, slim to none. I mean, I, I, I don't see, I don't see two his brother going right. to their arch rival. Right. You know what I mean? But LSU really wants another quarterback in this class. Uh, there aren't many options on the board, and if, if the kid's willing to come, let him come. You know. All right, coming up next hour, Mike Dettelier and Seth Dunlap talk about the draft projections on this one that's going to be on the field on our in-depth valley at 7 o'clock. There's going to be a lot of NFL talent in Tiger Stadium tonight. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Jimmy Smith, TigerDetails.com. Tiger tailgating rolls on here on WWLAMFM.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.